Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What, what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. It's your boy Boss Wap saying howdy. I feel fucking weird doing this because I just did this three seconds ago in front of my guest, but I didn't even click record on the camera. Professionalism. (laughs) Yo, I feel stupid as shit. Anywho, enough of all that. With me today in the studio, the second time I'm saying this, the first time y'all are hearing this, aka also watching this, my boy in here, one of the best to do it in the city right now, one of the best comedians in the country. You're too kind. In the immigrant section, the homie, Natish Sakuja. What's up, brother? Thanks What's, for having me, man. This is weird, huh? Why? We just, we just did it, bro. Buddy. I never did that before. Show business, baby. record? That's some fucking amateur shit, bro. It's okay. You're an immigrant. You're lucky you don't have a boss. You get <laughs> Yo, fired. Immigrant section, bro. We're right <laughs> off the top, bro. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you digging the new place, bro? Yeah, we're yes, in the basement no, I love it. I love it. And the only thing I was saying about your camera is I like it. But what they can't tell, or I don't know if they could tell, but we're doing camera Did tricks. Did you guys tell this? Because you told me we can't look straight at each other. We yeah. have to face the camera this way. But if you put the camera behind you and this one behind me, we could look this way. But but word, I know it seems like a good idea. But you tried it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, I, haven't tried it. I haven't tried it, but I've had it back. And then what happens is when you're talking, I'm like, yo, this. And now there's a hand ah, I see, in I your see, face I and see. vice versa. And if we put it high up, when you wear a hat. Now there's a guy talking just with his mouth. I see what so you're I saying. So I kind of have to put it. There. No, no, no. And you know what? Trial and error, baby. Buddy, I'm sorry. I've, I've been here two minutes. I'm giving <laughs> yeah, you advice. Yeah, yeah, this is how you... This is your yeah, podcast. It's, I'm it's sure. not... It's okay. I'll be honest. It's okay, but... I'm sure you figured out your shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Welcome, Ignorance. welcome. Thanks for having me. But that's super boy, immigrant of me. Yeah, bro. Welcome. Why man. don't you come do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fix Brother, this. Wallahi, it's nice. But listen, yeah. these three, <laughs> says my cousin, he'll do it for you. Like, Wait, just move the tripod to the right? <laughs> yeah, my cousin, he does. Wallahi, especially. Uh, bro, sick, man. We just both, we're both rep by the same agency. Yeah, that's pretty sick. And the first thing I booked. Play management, baby. Play management. Actually also repped in Vancouver. And I think they got LA too, maybe. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. It's dot .com. It's not a dot .ca, which okay, is pretty it. good it's for pretty us, good. right? Yeah. Canadians, we're like, oh, dot .com? Shit, yeah. let's go. Let's well, hopefully go. our agent listens to this, so she'll let us know. Don't ha- You don't ask her, and I won't ask her. But, hey, Paige, are we repped, or is there our company in L.A. as well? Yeah. Don't say anything. I know, I know. Don't ever ask her for at least two weeks. I won't ask her. And let's see if she tells us. And if she goes, I love the podcast. Like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard back from you. I haven't heard yet. back from you. Oh, if not, we're, we're leaving we the agency. We left a fucking Easter, uh, Easter fucking egg for you in that shit. Yeah. Or else hey. we're out of this agency. and we're We like, out. But still, though, man, no, we finally kidding. booked something. Yeah, shit. yeah. It feels good, yeah. bro. And you got your shit is multiple episodes, right? No. It's one episode? One you episode. told me one on the on No, multiple. one episode, I think a couple scenes. Oh, a couple scenes. That's what yeah. you said. I'm like, bro, what are we doing this episode for? What, what are we episode? doing? No, I, my first non-commercial. Yeah, bro. This was Feels like, good. this was my second non-commercial with lines. I nice. did the boys, but I was literally just a fucking servant who brought a fresca and I have no lines. Sometimes you gotta. I, I was happy. I was happy are thirsty sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I was happy to take it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. And it feels fucking good, man. Finally. I always book right before the year ends. Mm-hmm. Something about the Christmas or winter season. I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, for me, it's been 11 years. This is the first real thing I've booked. And you've been auditioning. I've been auditioning. Because you know what? Diversity is bullshit. Talk to me. They tell you diversity. They tell you that, that they want to have diversity. But diversity in Canada is bullshit, bro. I'm an Indian guy. Born and raised in Canada. 
I don't see myself represented anywhere on television. You know who's represented as for Indian people on television? Fucking Humber students, new new guys to this country. They're represented everywhere. I've been here since I was a child. Like the first generation story. Yeah, not even the story. Me as an Indian guy. You see me as an Indian guy, right? You know who I am. You see other Indian guys like me. There's a few of them. Many. Have you ever seen anyone like me on TV before? No. But have you seen how many Humber students, Indian guys who go to Humber, have you seen on TV before? There's a lot. A lot. There yeah, are, yeah. I don't every know about Humber, Humber specifically. But, but you know like what I'm Fobby. talking about? Fobby. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what my example is. Yeah, yeah, Humber yeah. Indian students. Yeah, Fobby guys. I feel that. And there's fucking passion behind it too. You're yeah. like, 11 years. Because people are, trying 11 to tell years. Me, people are trying to tell me, oh, you're lucky. It's a diversity thing. They're looking for Indian guys. Yeah, yeah. Not me, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not yeah, looking bro. for me, bro. Because they're looking for the Indian guy to be the doctor. Yeah, or like the cab driver. Or talk like this. Or, you know. Try to transition. Fuck what you. would be like? Suck let's my dick industry. Suck my dick diversity. Except for the people that booked them. Yeah, yeah even you that, are. Even that. You are. Even that. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't out until you said airs. Like, did you see this shit on this podcast? Yeah. But if you think, like, be honest. It, let's say five years down the road, you're booking, booking. In your head, what would be like the perfect fit? Like, obviously, besides a show where they need a comic. Like, a sh- that would be the perfect fit where you play a comic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But b- less than that, what do you think would be, like, your thing? Just, just like just like any... Okay, like, here's the problem. You see, like, Asian guys in television now, like, Chinese oh, Asian killing guys. It, killing it. But they get represented as... They don't... They're not always, like, that's an Asian guy. There's not, there's not like, that's an Asian detective. He can just be a detective. Do you yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? They're but, ahead. Yes, but in, they're, they're beating us in they're the ahead. race. They're ahead. But an Indian guy will always be an Indian character first before their character. Facts, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I feel So I would love a role where I'm just like another guy. You're just a guy. Just a guy. Yeah. Can I just be a guy? <laughs> yeah, it is fucking hat yeah. says guy. Yeah. If, you're, if you're only listening, his hat literally says guy. It's like, fuck, what kind bro. of role are you looking for? This, this right here. For years I've had yeah, this fucking fuck, hat. man. You know? You're right. It is super fake. It's super fake. fake. And it's over. It's like overdone. And it's like, who are you trying to represent? It's not me. I don't know. And it's Stop not- trying to fight for me. And no one asks you to fight for me. It's and you're not even fighting right. You're fighting for the wrong guys. Yeah, right? They're just like, oh, the friend. He could be a visible minority. Yeah. You know, the fr- He needs to be a vis- It doesn't even matter what it is. It's just like, as long as it's not white, then we're good. Yeah. Right? Bullshit. It fucking is bullshit, bro. Yeah, man. Fuck it all. But at least we have stand-up, man. Can you think of actors that are in our shoes that yeah. don't do stand-up? Yeah. I don't know. Kind of nightmare, like ship blindfolded in a ship. What do they do? I don't know what they do. I don't even want to think about it, bro. I don't even... I like stand up. I'm happy. I'm yeah. in my little bubble. We get to tell jokes and fuck. Cause you know when you don't when you do an audition, you're like, oh, I would kill this part. And you know, and you don't hear back. You yeah. never hear back. But at least you can go on stage and be like and kill and be like, yeah, fuck that audition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But actors, what can they do? They can just like do an acting class. Yeah, and then they get sad, but then all they can do is act like they're fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're killing it, right? Yeah. They're the most depressed that no one knows, bro, because they're good, yo. Just act like they're fine, bro. <laughs> it's a fucked up industry. But man, yo, that is fat. Hold that up to the camera, bro. Shit. That shit is fat, bro. As Big Norm would say, it's uh, or Drew Bam would say, it's Lizzo's clit. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually probably accurate as fuck. Yeah. Uh, the color too, <laughs> yeah. It's not just though. a single color; it's got a blackening. Yeah, a, Did yeah, you yeah. you hit it with the flame to no, seal no, it no, up? No, no, no. It's just natural Lizzo juices. Ooh, 
Okay, Lizzo's like a rat. I haven't heard that name in a minute, huh? I know. Where'd right? she go? Can't miss her. The Where'd fat ones, they come. But she didn't lose weight like Adele, you know? Adele, Adele like, betrayed people because she got skinny. Why did she betray people? Like every, she was like the the cover girl for for obesity being like cool in media, and then she lost a bunch of weight, and okay. people were like, "What the fuck?" Can we be honest? Just be honest. Is this an honest podcast, or are we? I welcome it. Are we out here protecting, protecting, protecting who? the government, bro? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We didn't even hit the blunt yet. <laughs> That's the post blunt talk right there. The biggest problem in this country, or most countries in in the Western world, besides more than COVID, anything is. Fat people, bro, getting fat. I was fat, and I'm not saying this as a as just a piece of shit. I was fat like a year and a half ago. Do you know what I mean? You were chubby guy. Yeah, yeah you know, were Lizzo. You were half of Lizzo. Dude, I was like. obese. I was pushing. I was like 270 pounds, bro. My word. Uh, okay, that's My word. Fat. Bro. Yeah. I lost weight, so I can talk. I still have like a statute of limitations. I still have another five years of talking shit about fat people. Yeah, before it's just not okay anymore. Exactly. You know like Michael I mean? Jackson in that transition yeah, yeah. period, he can still talk shit about. I black got. People. If I go, if someone says I'm talking shit about fat people, I got two scrolls on my Instagram. One, two, and I'm at a fat picture. Yeah, okay. Like, oh, okay. You good? Yeah, you good? Yeah, yeah, you exactly. good? Dog. Until you, you get to like ten scrolls. Ten scrolls. Yeah, like, nah, you You know, bro. So man, but that's that's a big problem, bro. And people don't. Don't see it, and I, I'm, I'm for. I see it right now because I was, I just lived it. You know what I mean? When you say problem, do you mean problem in the sense that like their health is a problem on society, or the fact that it's weird not to just be direct to a motherfucker and be like, "Yo, you gotta lose Both. weight." Both. It's not society as a whole. It sucks for. Yes, that that's a whole another conversation. But it's like personally, you're not gonna live long yeah, yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not good for you, and uh, yeah, you should. We should take care of ourselves, man. They don't tell us enough. They tell us this whole COVID thing, bro. They're telling us to go stay inside and get a vaccine, but not once they tell you to eat Hit a vegetable. Treadmill. Yeah, 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 treadmill. yeah. Exactly. Expand your lungs. Go for a run. It's true, bro. I was went for a walk yesterday. I saw this big dude, like straight up Fat Albert in a Rav Four. Just as I walked, you know, when you walk by a car and you could see a person's stomach over the steering wheel. Like, he's doing this thing, and his fat is into the midsection. And, and I was like, man, damn, that guy could literally be dead 30 days from now. You never know, like, bro. Straight Yo. up 400 plus pounds. Like, this guy uses a jack to get into this car. But have you ever seen, like, a really old, really fat person? And you're like, man, the human body can take a it's fucking amazing. lot, bro. Yeah, yeah, Holy. Yeah, like, yeah. I think I'll be all right for a little bit. Like, you know, this. But you don't even you know, know how old. They, I've seen Fat people with gray hair, but I feel like the fatness speeds that shit it's up. True. They might even be 48, true. like Mole Man and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm only 31 and I got gray hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All over the side. I, I, I got bad it, right? jeans, bad jeans. But also, maybe I was really fat for my, most of my life. Is that considered a bad gene? Having what? Thinning hair and gray hair. Well, thinning, yeah, for sure. I mean, me and yeah. you. It's bad you gotta, jeans, yeah, my yeah, friend. I what the gray, the gray. Yeah. <laughs> They say too much testosterone. <laughs> That's us all bald guys. We're reading theories on yeah. like why it's good. You know what I mean? Like, yo, blame Papa. Blame Papa. Blame Papa. They say it comes from the uh, the mom's side. Blame her too. Yeah. Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Do they give you, do you have any fat people in your family? My whole family was fat. No way. Well, my dad was. Well, yeah, my whole family I've was fat. I've never seen an all fat brown family. But my brother was the first. Well, actually, growing up, I was the skinniest in the family. They used to call me, my nickname growing up was Tilly. Daily. But that means stick. Okay. Because I was literally a stick. Yeah. And then in high school, I got fat because I had a fat brother and a fat sister. And well, I, how'd that get you fat? Because I, I was like, oh, they're putting 
two. They're like, I, I used to just put one hot chocolate powder in my hot water, you know? God. But then they would put two in their milk. Yo, that's how know? it starts. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I was like, why does it taste better than mine? And I'm like, I want that too. And the next thing you know, you're fat, bro. You're fat. Fuck, but then my brother, my brother was really fat. He was like over 300 pounds. Damn. And this guy went on like that Dr. Bernstein shit. What was that? Some diet health clinic like real or, or controversial bullshit no some good shit okay uh, and then he um he ended up losing a lot of weight he lost like over a hundred some pounds he's skinnier he's about like the size i am now is he like did he did he, he go was, from that he, thing he, he was bush. but now he's just like a skinny guy gotcha okay like, he has his he's all right shape yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, now yeah. i i've surpassed him and it's pissing him off oh, like i'm in the best i'm like i'm getting there i'm getting jacked and this is the most fit i've ever been in my life <laughs> I and i'm putting remember. pressure on my friends and family because some of my friends are like, yo, you've been fat my whole life and now you're jacked. And I see them in the gym. And it's fucking, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, yeah, you know what I, I mean? still remember what you told me one podcast where you're like, when you first got skinny, this was like, you came during COVID and you were like, bro, when you're fat, every chair is comfortable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bro. never forgot that. <laughs> every chair, and nothing is comfortable anymore, bro. A little bit now because like, you know what happened? You got to so, do glute exercises. Exactly. So when I first lost the weight. Yeah. I didn't have any muscle. I just lost the weight. So I was just a skinny guy. Yeah. But now it's been a year since that. And now I am no longer just a skinny guy. I have muscle. So my ass has a seat again, but a different kind of seat. You know what I mean? And I'm not as cold anymore because I have muscle around me. Yeah, but the you muscle's know? not as good as the fat. Though, no, right? it's not. But it's better protection than just being skinny and having nothing. Right? Back then, you used to have, you're good in uh, cold weathers. But COVID, you got to hide the fuck away from COVID, right? Yeah, and now hot. you can be comfortable around in this COVID shit. In the summer, when I was fat, I couldn't go anywhere without AC. You want to hang out outside? <laughs> Not at all, my friend. <laughs> like you would plan this shit in advance? Well, no, I just like, I just d didn't look forward to being outside because I'm fat and sweaty. Did you guys, do you have boys that had whips that their AC didn't work and you didn't fuck with <laughs> no, them? Because I, I can't fuck with you, bro. Yeah, exactly. Nah, sorry, bro. It's too hot in there, bro. But now, oh. now I'm skinny. I'm like, fuck, I'll take my shirt off. And I don't sweat. It takes, it takes a lot more to get me sweating. Yeah. On that note, I just realized I, I every time I have you on, I want to talk cars and it never comes up. Cause Let's talk cars, bro. Bro, because now that we mentioned cars, I realized, bro, you're not flashy, but you're one of the most stylish guys in the game. Now that I, I'm like, <laughs> you really are. You know what I mean? You're styling, but your style's all black, like type shit, you know? Because you, you hang out with like the fucking big norms and the Keith Pedros. They got the flair, the color, right? Yeah, yeah. Chris Robinson. But then now that I've seen you with these fucking, my boy here's got crazy Jaguars. Like this guy loves old Jaguars with the fucking done up dash, like walnut wood shit. I'm like, buddy, yo. I just, I like, I like, I like old cars. Like, yo, here's the thing you can find. You can find it. You gotta love it to, to overcome that maintenance bill, bro. Well, that's, you can find, yo, bro, especially during the pandemic, rich people were getting rid of their shit, right? And you can find a luxury car. Luxury cars usually aren't driven a lot. Word, yeah. Do you Low know what promise. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But someone who buys a $100,000 car in 2005, like my car, my, my Jag that I bought, okay? Sexy as fuck. In 2005, that car was like almost 100 Gs. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's 2021. I got this car. All right? Yeah. Uh, I bought it for like 4 Gs. Okay? How many kilometers were on it? 130. Okay. That's 130,000 Good for that. That's yeah. nothing, that's dude. 16 car was in years. great shape, but yeah. the problem is it had some maintenance to do. But a guy that pays $100,000 for a car is not going to change a fucking lug nut 
Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just exactly. spent $100,000 on a car. That guy is not in the shop fixing his car. No, 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 no. He's like, let me get what I can for this. I'll throw it on the next down payment and I'm going to buy a new one. Yeah, he's not. it's not worth his time to yes. be like, I'm going to take this to a mechanic. You buy used shit off rich people. Don't buy brand new shit if you want nice shit at a discount. That's the next like hoodie right there. <laughs> That's just straight up advice written out. I like right? that shit. It's true, man. A car, you never buy a brand new car off the lot. You wait six months and buy off somebody else's it's lease. It's true. The best deals I had have been from rich people, which you wouldn't expect because you think, oh, uh, they're going to penny pinch because they're rich. But no, it's they don't want to fucking bother with wasting the time of, and meeting yeah, with the yeah, next yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. They, they go, I'll give you 400 you have money yeah, now, yeah, and get they want to get rid of this shit. This means nothing The worst to me. deal comes from poor people. Yo, of course, because they're like, no, 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 we're going to go get the ball joint changed yeah. at Abdullah, Abdullah, Abdullah's yeah, place, yeah. up the price 300. Yes. The ball joint's 200. Yeah, man. We're going to get that net 100. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but man, growing I like up, nice things, but I like I like low key things. I like all black shit. I like solid colors. That's I what like I'm saying. you know. But like growing up, and when I say growing up, I mean in high school. I was always under the impression that Jags like that would be virtually unaffordable as far as the maintenance bill goes. Yeah, but I also what I, did it need when you got it? Uh, I needed some um, suspension or like engine stuff. So I did the suspension. I just got the, some suspension stuff done. It needed some engine stuff. Um, uh, just too much to explain, but it was small stuff. And I and I have like Kevin, Kevin Soldo. Yeah. My yeah, boy, yeah. he's a mechanic, so he helped me out a lot. Um, Is he a mechanic? That's what he does? Well, he just, he used to be, and he knows everything about cars. He's super into diesels. He's giving yeah, me all my diesel right? advice. So he's me obsessed. and him, he helped me out a lot. We worked on the car a lot. And... Um, we did a lot of stuff ourselves, man. Bro, that's you the just, best. You you order parts and then Sway you Sway bar right there, bro. Right there. I'm putting that in my buddy two weekends from now. Yeah, man. And then you get it done. I, but like right now, I just got all the suspension done. I put a little bit of money into this car, but it's driving like a fucking Tank? dream, bro. It's V8? so smooth. It's uh, Yeah, it's a V8. Yeah, yeah. bro. You're living, man. It's You're nice. living well, bro. It's I'm got trying. that wood interior and shit. I'm trying, bro. I grew up very poor my whole life. Yeah? When did it finally, switch for you? Maybe in the last... I feel like you've been comfortable for five years, four years. Maybe in the last four years. Yeah. Since comedy started going all right, I started positive mindset, changed my mindset. You live in abundance, you have abundance, you think abundance, everything comes in abundance, then your cup overfloweth. You know what I mean? Fuck, that was some Bruce Lee shit right there. Yeah, bro, just don't... I've done... I'm coming off like a 10-gram mushroom trip like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I haven't had a, a deep trip like that since the first time I did mushrooms a long time ago. Grams. I've never done any, anywhere near. And bro, life is just, man, you have to, what you think is what you manifest. You know what I mean? Even as you talking, like as, as a comic being self-deprecating, trying to get the laugh, like yeah, you're laughing and you're like, I'm joking, but yourself doesn't know that you're joking. You know you're joking. But yourself doesn't know you're joking. All it hears is you talking shit about yourself. You know what I mean? Word. So is it worth the joke? Fuck it. Cut that shit out. Be good to yourself. Be funny in other ways. You know what I mean? Find a laugh. You think the best joke ever written was Like you're someone, saying it's poison. It's poison. You think the best joke ever written was some guy saying, I I look like this. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know no, what no, I mean? Of course not. Fucking tell a real... You know what I mean? Go around that. Don't, don't hate on yourself. Find... Find something else to joke about, but be good to you and think positively, no negative thoughts. And Which is the hardest part. Yeah, but I mean, it's positive. It's, it's possible. Anytime you catch yourself, be like, ah, nah, 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 nah. kick I it out. I love how comedians will try to find the most clever way to or use those like hacky kind of things of like, when you first get in the game, they, they tell you when you get on stage, you could tell someone's new or they open with, I look like a blank and blank, right? Mm -hmm. 
Which you get, you know, that's the first thing the audience sees. Hey, you, could pl- you could play, you could play into that, but I mean, if your but whole no, set you is about talking shit about yourself, but you know, you'll you get a lot of comics. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but now you it, comics will freshen up on like, oh, I just ran into a homeless guy that told me blank and blank, and they're just doing that old joke they were doing, and way more intricate ways of just doing that same old joke. Yeah, but I see what you're saying, like having a a set filled with self-deprecating. Everything you say, bro, like. Every word you say, there's two people listening. Did this all happen after the 10 gram trip? No, this is, this is me, me. I always thought like this, but now over that last 10 gram trip, I'm like, I'm no more pussy, no more pussy footing around it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No more just talking the talk. You have to walk the talk too. You know what I mean? Walk the talk. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, know? walk the walk. Yeah. You gotta talk, talk walk to that, talk the walk. And no, walk. you gotta walk that talk that you just talked. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you just got, I mean, I, I, I always told myself, you know, surround yourself around people that you wanna, you know, be like or, or, or people that are doing better than you, you know? And 100%. That's why I do on, bro. That's why I do on. It's because headlining everywhere, bro. And try to be positive and shit. But then you say that, and then you go out the next night, and you are you wake up in a bad mood, and you're a piece of shit. You know what I mean? But it's literally like going to the gym every day, waking up and trying to think happy thoughts. That's so funny. That's that shit. This is only stuff I start thinking about in my 30s. Now in my 30s, you know what? I, I just turned 30, October mm-hmm. 6th. Happy belated, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Uh now that I just turned 30, I realize the reason that people come into their own in their 30s is because once you like once you, your 20s is just like the momentum of your childhood. Yeah. And once you hit 30, you realize statistically I have 50 more and I'm still a kid as compared to my 80 year old self. You know, God willing, you make it that far. Right. But like that's when you realize, oh, fuck, I have to make a like what happens from this point is a direct result of the work I put in. Yes, Whereas exactly. When you're 25. When you're 20s. When you're, you're young. You're high school, college. Yeah, you're, li- you're thinking about now. Same with me. I'm 31. And now, literally, the thoughts I have is like, yo, I'm doing okay now. I'm surviving now. I'm making money now. But what am I going to do when I'm 60, bro? Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be doing open mics when I'm 60, trying to hustle 50 bucks here, 50 bucks there. You know what I'm saying? It stresses me out, saying. bro. That's what I think about. So... You know how scary Put it, it is. the universe now, bro. You know how scary it is for me to hear you say that shit. I'm like, fuck, bro. So, bro, like you've been doing this shit a minute. You're like, eleven a, years, You're a legit bro. headliner. I, I wouldn't say that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting good. I'm getting there, but I, I got work to do. You know, like keep in mind, I can only speak from my vantage point, okay. right? I, 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 put I mean, the, I put the numbers into a calculator the other day. Okay, it takes ten thousand hours. Yeah. To be an expert in something. The outliers, baby. Ooh. Okay. So I've probably in eleven years, I've done the math probably done about 4,000 hours of comedy. I still have 6,000 hours to go in. I've only, it's been 11 years. I've only done 4,000 hours of comedy. I still have 6,000 hours to go. I'm not even halfway to being an expert at this yet. But I agree. I agree. I see what you're saying. And I've thought about this too. What's my number relative to 10,000, right? But you know, here's the question. Are you counting the time you're on stage? Because I think you got to um, count okay. the whole, the second you hit the comedy club there's or two, on the yeah. way to the comedy club, your time is counting. There's two things then. Then there's two ways to put it. Okay. I'm I'm expert at, I'm getting to the expert mode of all of that full comedy spectrum. Yes. But that's whatever to me, bro. I'm talking on stage, okay, being yeah. an animal on stage. Gotcha. I'm not even close to what my potential <laughs> is. Not even close. Yeah, I haven't done the math on that. You that's know? yeah, that's a so, long road ahead. And so like and that's the thing, comedy's not a young man's game. No, no, no. It can no. be, but if you don't put the work in, you'll fizzle out. 
you know? I want my pockets to be so deep that I could literally do four hours of just crush, 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 crush. Damn. Imagine, imagine 30 years from now, people are describing Natish Sakuja and uh, they describe you as, uh, and, no, and someone brings up Russell Peters and they go, oh, he's like, he was like the older Natish Sakuja. <laughs> they don't even say you're the younger See, that's another Russell thing, man. Peters, you know? I, did, I just did the, I was just in Ottawa with Ron Jossel and John Paul. Those are, those are my OGs. Word. You know what I mean? Yeah, when yeah, I word. started comedy, those were the guys I was watching on TV. Um, watching headline clubs, trying to get advice from. And because of the Nubian show and Kenny Robinson, those guys fuck with me now. You know what I mean? I get to do shows with them. So they invited me out to Ottawa to come open up on their show with them. And Jocelyn was telling me, he goes, when you go on stage and you say sick, the way you say sick, they're immediately forgetting that you're an Indian guy. Because I go up there, and first they look at you like, oh, he's going to be an Indian, he's going to say something, and then you go, what's up, sick. And then they're like, oh, shit, he's just one of us. He's like a regular guy. That's what I want. I don't want, like I told you before, I don't want to be, I'm, yeah, of course I'm proud to be an Indian guy, right. but that's not what, that's not that's who not I am, identity. bro. That's, that's not, not who I am at all. Yeah, you're in a tish. Yes, I'm nitty. <coughs> so I don't know, let's see what. But I'm hope I'm still in the conversation in 30 years. You know? <laughs> That's a sick way to. I always thought of your opening as like, that's just smart. That's just comedy chops. Because whether they give you love or they show you nothing, it works either way. Yeah, you, you figure know what out I mean? It way. works yeah, either yeah, way. Yeah. So, but now they're seeing it on a way higher level. I never thought of it like that. I was just looking at it pure as comedy. I wasn't looking at it like that sets the tone for them to be like, oh, we're not going to hear cultural. Like, you're thinking, oh, we're gonna about to hear the cultural experience, right? Because I don't the do shit that. I give people. Yeah. <laughs> you know I don't, I mean? but I don't do They're that. Like, oh, we're gonna get, yeah, yeah. I don't do. You know, you do your own. I you, don't do you, accents. I don't do cultural shit. I just because you know what happened when I started comedy, man. I used to, I wanted to be with Yuck Yucks so badly, dude. It was my my goal, my dream. It's all I ever wanted. I've probably done over 15 showcases with them, right? And one day I did a showcase, smashed it. Breslin took me to the side and said, "Listen, you did great." But enough with the Indian material. This is like two years in. Russell Peters did it already. That's what he said to me. He goes, do something else. And I left there so crushed, bro. So crushed. But also, I was like, you know what? He's right. Am I funny because I'm Indian? Or am I funny because I'm funny? I want to be so funny that I see a chair and I can make fun of this chair. Not because like, oh, I am a chair. Because yeah, 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 this yeah, yeah, yeah. is something. Like, look at that softer than my dick something you know what you i mean you don't have to tie into this yes, thing to exactly. make this funny you go direct. so i i hated him for that but also when i look back at it for the last 11 years i've avoided doing indian jokes and it's made me a fucking beast you know what i mean yeah so i give him credit for that and now when i choose to because i'm not done creating what i'm creating right it's now like a dunk but when i'm done yeah, yeah and i have a fan base and they want material dude I have hours of my dad and family and Indian shit that I haven't even touched on yet. Fuck yes. You know what I mean? But that's for the true fans later. I'll give it to them when I'm not there yet, bro. Do you know what I mean? I have other shit that I'm trying to figure out. Man, comedy is the fucking sickest thing. Like, it, that's so sick that you say that. And on one level, like, I'm like, okay. Breslin, it's sick that it helped you, but I'm also like, what do you mean Russell Peters did that? Like the shit I'm saying, you could pull me aside and tell me Chris Rock did that, Dave Chappelle did that, because 
I'm emulating these guys. Yeah, these yeah, were yeah. the guys that came exactly. up. I, I'm still at that point where I catch myself in the middle of a bit doing, you know, like sometimes you, you say a thing that they just said. You know, like Chappelle would be like, and I approach her with a confidence I've never had before or something yeah, like that. You know that line? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll say specific lines that I'm like, in my head, I'm like, is this hack? Am I copying or is is it okay to say one line? Or it, The line itself is not the funniest thing, but it's like, is that even hack? I, I'm still in that thing where I'm fully emulating. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm Natish Sakuja. I'm not Russell Peters. I'm just brown. You see me as like a brown guy doing brown stuff. You're like, that's Russell's territory, right? But And at the end of the day, whether it was good advice or bad advice, it led to a good thing. Yeah, it led to, it a, led to a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It led, right? it led me to a really good way of thinking because... Let me just say that bit you're doing the other day. I saw you do the bit about the fucking I don't know if it was like the bachelor when you went fucking laser paintball uh, paintball, bro. That new paintball bit is that new? It's like yeah, a couple months old now. Bro, that bit. I know. Yo, that it's, was like ten minutes of laughter the whole way through. Like it's yo, going really well for I was me like, right yo, now. Yo, this nitty's leveled up, bro. When I when I did that, at, I haven't seen that in months. But when I saw it last time, I'm like, I was like, whoa, this guy leveled up. So I did. Yeah, man. I'm just I'm ready for I'm ready for shit. I just. Need, I'm ready for my opportunity whenever it comes. It was ten you minutes of I mean? smash, buddy. I'm like, I was like, whoa! I'm so and confident. Your whole thing about your uh, your um, your sister's husband, <laughs> that whole angle. Oh, bro, that that's perfect. I literally was driving the other day and I saw like some dude with like a chick, and I thought about pretty much what you said. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, that's fucking hilarious. That's a good bit. That's Thanks, what bro. that's a comics job. Is Thank to you, just, bro. I, I'm really like, like, right. buddy. I've never in <laughs> eleven years of doing comedy, I've never been more confident on stage than i am right now you know what i mean i'm fucking i'm ready to go and sometimes bro like this is this is all i have bro (laughs) you know what i mean i dropped out of school i started this when i was 19 years old i have no other experience in anything i can't there's no job waiting for me there's nothing i can fall back on there's no if i want to bro this is it bro all my marbles are in this basket bro and the basket better not be made out of fucking paper yeah exactly 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 and i'm in the same boat from the other end bro i did all the thing that i'm supposed to do did it all to literally the highest level i could do it and was like fuck this like yeah and once i didn't even have to hit 30 to be like oh this is a death sentence i'm gonna get cancer and die if yeah, i continue yeah, yeah. this career yeah, you know what i mean like that's what was you know i don't know if you ever felt that feeling of doing the wrong going against the grain for so long and you don't want to wake up you don't want to go to shit so i started feeling that young that's why i started comedy when i was 19 years old bro i was convinced that oh engine once i become an engineer i'll be fixed you know what the problem I, was i, I got sold on that shit I did mushrooms when I was 18 years old. That's the thing. And it changed That's the my thing. whole life, bro. I changed didn't do it until my 20s. I didn't, I didn't smoke weed until my first year of university. You should have started when you were seven. You would have <laughs> started comedy when you were 11. I know, but I don't. I, the way it went, I don't regret <laughs> I know, it. You know I'm what I mean? Fucking, I don't yeah, regret man. it. But at the same time, every I gave it. Like, you know, every time I go home, I'm still not at the place where I can clearly show my mom that. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. You know what yep. I mean? She's constantly worried, yep. bro. You know what I mean? And I walked away, so she's very confused. They're still confused, even though but you know commercial what? and whatnot. The beautiful get. thing about comedy is there's no set path. There's no set path in this. And it's all about life experience. So, like, the later you start, yeah, you're starting later at age. But let's say you start at 30 or 40. You're also 30 or 40 years old. You've lived 40 years of life. 
even just being 40, you have more experience. And if you're talking on stage, probably more stage presence than a 20 year old trying to, f who doesn't even know who the fuck he is, trying to figure it out on stage. Do you know what I mean? For sure. That's why Dangerfield went to the level. He got in late, but he was already it's a. possible. He was already a formed yeah, personality. Morgan Freeman didn't start acting until he was, what, 50 years old or something like that, <laughs> he, too. You know what I mean? He, didn't, he wasn't a young guy. He was probably like 18. He was fucking had white hair. No, no, yeah. No, but yeah, I think it's yeah, like it's 30s or something. No, shit. no, no. Even later than that, man. He was an old man. I think he just had that old look. Yeah, that's why he got it. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Did you watch Driving Miss Daisy? That shit's like, that shit didn't age well, yeah. bro. Yes, him. <laughs> but no, I know exactly what you're saying. And I and, and and the best thing about comedy is the it may not be that day, but in general, you always feel the best right now than you ever have. Because it, it's a function of like how long you've been in it, right? Yeah. Not, there's pockets. Like, I just had Peaks a bombing streak. Peaks and valleys. Or it's like... I heard somewhere that, uh, I forget, maybe on a podcast somewhere or something where someone was like, a pro comic was like, if you're bombing a lot, that means you're, you're like trying to break into this new thing, like a new level. Like if you have a big bombing spell out of nowhere. So I'm like, that's the thing that is being like in my head. I'm like, I'm not bombing like booed off anything, but I'm just. You're not doing as good as you know you can do. Yeah. But yo. Here's what happened. Here's what I'll just tell you real okay. quick. Winnipeg. I submitted a set for it, and I was and I wrote a set like Winnipeg Comedy Festival. You have to submit a set, and I said and I wrote and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this set and do this category. Did you submit a video or a written set? A video. Okay. I was like, I'm gonna do this, these jokes together, and I kept doing it. And it didn't work, and the audio fucked up, and the video fucked up, and it was this, and it didn't work, and eventually, it, and I I got a good tape. And by the time I submitted that tape, it was weeks of trying to record it, showing up with a tripod and shit. And it felt like a job. And I was like, f as soon as I got that tape, I've just been going to like, okay, I'm going to do like all crowd work for yeah. all these sets. And I've been having bad sets. It's okay, like a lot of yeah, bad man. sets in a row where I'm like, okay. right, I'm telling myself, I'm breaking into a new thing. Yeah, yeah. But your, I bad don't know set, if I am. your bad set is still better than your old bad set. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're not bombing. No, You're no, just no, not no. doing as good as you thought. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, compared man. to like Yo, trying to do this exactly packaged in thing. In comedy, you will bomb. Forever for, yeah. the, for the rest of your life You will bomb But it's just about Bombing less bro You know what I mean I bombed I bombed so bad The other day I, I had a 10 minute set And I did Two and a half minutes Before I got off stage Cause it was a church show I didn't know there was a church I was Is that the one you posted about Yeah I was, I was thinking up, Man this guy bombed so hard He posted about yeah. it That's a bomb You I know bombed like That's that. crazy I've had some bad sets Once in a while But that was a bomb bro like not, they didn't like you or not one laugh. The guy or what wanted happened? to fight me right away. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was. There were seven day events. A bunch of they were all. Like, Is that the church, final level? Like I don't know what that means. Even <laughs> like, they were just church people. That sounds like a right? fucking far level. Black church people. Okay. And I got hired to be, a, and there's a talent show. Some chick saw my comedy online. She she follows me. At the church? No, no, no. This is just online. And she, she this wasn't even a church. It was at a banquet hall. Okay, okay. Or a restaurant or something. But it was all church people. And they've been there since 4 p.m. My set was at 9 p.m. Okay? okay. We get on stage. Norm is hosting. He does okay because he can sing. And he, he's also Seventh-day Adventist. But none of us know their church crowd. We were outside smoking a blunt just before we went up. Okay? Oh. And then Norm goes up. He does okay. Raheel's on first. It does very horrible, but it's fine. You know what I mean? He yep. does it. He does his whole seven minutes. I go up my first two minutes. I talk about God putting a gun to my head. <laughs> and 
some man stands up and goes, don't ever disrespect God like that. <laughs> One of the biggest black guys I've ever seen. Wearing <laughs> like a the green mile? He's wearing, no, he's wearing a dress shirt and dress pants with a ch thick chain outside of it. You know what I mean? Yo, Just like a scary guy. That's a prison yeah, Christian, bro. And exactly, right? That's seventh level, yeah, bro. Yeah. This guy did 12 years, like, seven years like, at least. what's your problem, bro? And I tried and I was like, you guys want a clean joke, dirty joke? And I talked about cum. Didn't go well. Two and a half minutes, I got off stage, bro. 11 years of comedy. Fin was were you the final act of the night? Mm-hmm. You guys were final act of the three-part comedy show. Then the talent show continued on. Okay, okay. The com you would wrap the comedy up. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We well, left. I we left that. out the back door. I get that. I get that. Yeah. You almost have a like a role in that. Like ideally, you should do your time. But if it's like, if it seems like a dangerous, it was situation. going bad. I got paid before I got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which never do as a, like if if like if I'm doing your show and it's like you want the best show, it's like. I just mentally like to get it after. It depends. No, I am I get paid. I don't want to fuck up with anybody's shows. Shit, but some shows, yeah. you just, man, if, it, if I no, know actually, you. fuck that. Pay me in advance nah, yeah, as much as possible. Watch what you got to say, Forget, man. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Some shows, if I know you and All whatever. All are like, fuck you, idiot. If I know you, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We, we do shows often. It's whatever. No, I'm talking about but people. It, you, it, business, if you're, just if you're booking wise. me one off, yeah. I want to get paid ahead of time. Yeah. I want it either a deposit yeah, yeah. or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. That show was horrible. And if that happened and she didn't try to pay me after. Oh, it might have been a whole Oh, but it would have been bad. Yeah, yeah, I would have fought that church guy. Yeah. I said, you know what? Fuck God and his gun. You know what I mean? But and I don't. Sorry That's so fans, funny. So actually, I just got a lesson. And lesson to all young comics, too. Get paid in advance for one-offs. If you can't. If at all possible, because because it can go horrible. And I've only had a, I have a small sample it. set of like, and they've all been good. But dude, the worst was, and I'm an idiot for this. Oh, oh, it's running that end, dude. One time I did a corporate where they're like, we have to add you to the payroll system, and you have to invoice. And I got paid. They're like, you'll be paid on the next fucking pay schedule. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? And it was like. Did you get paid? I got paid eventually, but I'm like, After I can't After three get, weeks? Yeah, yeah, I was like, I can't do this. I just perform for you guys. Like, I can't just wait for this little, like, it's the gig economy. I do Uber Eats and shit. You know what I mean? I'm used to- Fuck you, pay me. I paid in a week now or in advance. I can't do this one month thing anymore. Comedy, the longest I accept, unless it's a comedy club and there's a prearranged agreement, one-off shows- that are off Eventbrite and shit, those are the only ones like, okay, I'll give you a week because you're waiting for the payout. But if we're all dealing with cash out the door, it's a cash. You know what I mean? You no, see, no, of course. Just don't tell me. No, I I've, even, had, I've done shows, even this, since this pandemic, people are telling me, first of all, they give you a, an amount. They're charging $40 tickets, okay? Okay. 200 people at the show. You're doing math. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah okay. It's simple. And they want me to do 20 minutes and they offer me 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's like one ticket, dog. And then you ask for more money. They say, okay, you do it. And then they pay you $20 less than what they tell you they're going to pay you. You know what? Email transfer. Wow. This happened? What? This is, this has happened very recently. But the shows, that happens all the time, bro. Dude, when I run a show, especially when I use Eventbrite, I just pay people then. Because I'm like, Eventbrite is a legit thing. I'm getting this money. You know what I mean? And it's like, you, it's not like you're paying like a crazy amount. Here's the business model I run, bro. When I run an Eventbrite show. Yeah. Okay. I 
as the producer, the comics that I book on the show, I ask them to become equal percentage producers. I tell them, I'll show them all the information. We'll split every fucking dollar down the middle between us all. But every single person has to promote. It's We're all up to it. And if anyone feels that anyone hasn't put up to it, we say it and that person gets less. And that way everyone's fighting for maximum amount of dollar. Shows are packed. I'm not trying to make thousand bucks off my friends we each make two bills you know what i mean people get happy that way people get paid and people promote it like a motherfucker that's fucking that's what's up man that's high level shit i like that system what are you gonna make a thousand bucks and have a shitty show for or whatever and have comics talk shit about you we're all in this together, bro. We're not, 200 bucks is not gonna fucking, $1,000 is not gonna change your life, bro. Yeah, 100%, dude. But comics like, don't understand that people are so short minded. They're not thinking about the long term. They're thinking about payday tonight because they wanna eat Domino's this weekend or some shit. I don't fucking know. What is $30 gonna do? Maybe it's enough to pay rent. But if, long term, man, this is a fucking 30 year business we're in. Ah, oh, man. I can't wait to get more of these like corporates and these kind of opportunities. Corporates suck. No, just because I am, <laughs> I have set myself up. The whole thing that I'm doing here is making it so I have to live off necessity. No, I get I it. I just like that. I get it. I don't it. know. It drives me. You know what I mean? I so I'm it. like, yo, I'm going to fucking try my hardest to get these because I don't have, I haven't had, ex I haven't experienced enough to write them off. No, you I, get, clearly, I get you. You clearly are like, no, I've done a couple. Yeah, it's just that I don't do clean comedy, and you have to be clean for a lot of corporates. You know what I do? I just try to do crowd work and make it work. And I get do it. My clean I, shit. I, I get that too, man. I try to, but my my ideal goal for comedy is I would love to make a living doing whatever the fuck I want on stage. As like a club and touring comic, right? Whatever. Yeah. People want to pay to see me. I don't need to be famous. I just need to be getting paid in comedy. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm right there with you, bro. That's the whole dream. Because then that's exactly, bro, that's the whole dream of like. Theaters and clubs exactly would be the best, do. bro. Theaters and clubs. Going around America doing theaters and clubs. I'm trying to go to New York starting in January at least once a week in New York. Because I got family out there and a bunch of comics out there. So I'm going to spend one week every month in New York starting January. Fuck yes. Why not? What am I doing? You're at that level. Maybe you've been at that level for a minute already, you know? I don't know. Like, like, that's the, th isn't it? Don't you wish all that shit was, like, closer? It feels, man, sometimes I want, I think of, like, a comedian that, uh, just the privilege of having grown up in the boroughs and then going into comedy. Yeah. Just that type of life right yeah. there, being like, man, that's fucking. But also, it's all possible, bro. We just have to do it. You just have to take the steps to do it. That's what I'm realizing in comedy. All these things, I'm like, ooh, one day I wish I can do this. And it's like, yo, I could have started doing this 10 years ago if I just... I could have started going to New York and started open micing once a week there. You know what I mean? Yeah, Anyone yeah. can do it. You just got to get up and fucking do it. Oh, it I'm, 11, I'm not saying it's not no, I know. Yeah. No, I know that. But yeah. I'm saying it took me 11 years to fucking take the step to even start thinking about doing it. Yeah, I feel you. Well, here's the thing. As, as comedians here, we're so focused on filling up our, like, schedule you know what i mean i want to do comedy like every night right so it's like i'm not thinking of like okay i have to go to these places and plant seeds sometimes you get tunnel vision yeah well i guess yeah i'm also looking at it like i feel like i've been rejected from every industry 
avenue for the you got last the great 11 story. years. That's the story, you know? bro. So we got to make our own path, bro. That's the story right there. Have your own fans, our own path. Fuck. What are you going to do? Fuck yeah. I'm actually just about to this uh, coming. I was just talking to uh, some comedians about this, that I'm going to do a, a tour of Ontario, like immigrant section from Ontario to Montreal. Do it, My bro. first thing. I'll go. I'll like figure out every city, a place. Go do like three comics doing thirty minutes or whatever, and then just fucking hit like Ontario or sorry, hit like Windsor, London, Kitchener, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, and if it makes sense somewhere else, I just don't know about Hamilton and like Ki- and Kingston. Do it, bro. I don't know. Like what you, you know gotta what I mean? do is hit up every theater. Or small, small theater. But I want to get a small event, like a hundred seater, fifty small, to hundred seater. Small theater. Yeah, yeah. Like every theater usually has a small theater Room. section. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So hit up every small theater or you know nice venue you can, and just start booking it. That's all. That's all it takes is a call. I know. I know. I've, I've made it this the, big thing in my head. Yeah. And I've actually asked some. Uh, you could probably get it all done tomorrow. Start tomorrow at nine. Yeah. Like I'm just I'm just waiting because I want to do it in March next year. They yeah, so start doing it now. Start I was gonna wait till January just because they're in that New Year mindset. Let them, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to rush them right yeah, before yeah. the holidays. Because I, I have like a core. I work corporate. People don't want to yeah, yeah. take on new shit right but now. But get in the books as early as possible. Yeah, 100 oh, percent. I'm yeah. thinking like first week of January. People have that gusto of like, yeah, yeah. hey, I want to bring business to and you in March. Yeah, it's dead in January. Too. Yeah. Hey, you want business in March? Okay, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm fucking excited. I've never done it before. And uh, most of the listenership of this podcast is Ontario. Nice. Like, if I look at the numbers for years, it's always been Ontario. You know, it's like you want to reach the world, but gotta everyone, start at home, everyone at home is listening. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. So that's why I'm like sick. Actually, You're funny enough to do it, dude. I appreciate you, man. But I've lived in Windsor a little bit. I'm from London. I went to school in Kitchener, Toronto on lock. And Montreal's where are you from originally? London. No, originally, originally. Oh, like Sudan. Sudan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish it off there. Yeah, this tour, the, the immigrant section, the military coup tour. No, the immigrant it. section. Then you just bring up twelve white people. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they have a problem getting into the country, <laughs> and then that'll, and then they'll be questioned for their trip to Sudan in every like airport for the rest of their They're time. Tough on, they have that. Passport. Are they tough on white people out there? No, no, no. Once you're there, it's like the, it's like that mentality of like, oh, that's a foreigner. Leave them alone. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't fuck CNN with a cop. CNN is watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you wouldn't fuck with a cop. You wouldn't fuck with a foreigner. You assume they're powerful and like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's business or something. Yeah. So you're safe, but it's like, I mean, I don't even, I haven't experienced my uh, Sudan in a way. Like that's my actual goal now is to go because I only like, I was born in Sudan, Yeah. moved here, six years old, grew up here, but I'd go back. I went back three times for summer, but every time I only got the kid experience I only got like going around with my family, doing this, that, going to the mosque. You know what I mean? I never got the adult experience from yeah. from non-family. Just friends. you never got the haram experience. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I need to go and experience that a few times before I am inviting people yeah, to yeah. Sudan and showing them a good time. Because yeah. I'm just that. It's hard Canadian. to show people a really good halal experience. Yeah. No, there it's great or easy to show them that. But how good is that? You know, it, unless people are coming for that. I know. And we're talking about comics. Yeah, I, like, I'm not. Yeah, 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 I'm I not know. going there to like. There's no strip clubs in Sudan. No, I'm just saying like, find a little like but weed, find a little hash. One day you're gonna put get on a hookah. Trust me, you're just one day on a couch. The way you're going, I see it. One day you're gonna put on a show in Sudan. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're gonna bring out comics, and you know comics, and you're gonna want to show them a little bit of a haram experience. Okay, Keep you're gonna it. have to know. Ninety. Yeah, you're gonna have to know. So you're gonna have to go out there a couple of times and figure out. You know, where is 
the hashish market. But bro, it's super know? Muslim there, so the cops are gonna be chasing me. And the cops are gonna be on my ass like NWA touring. No, but touring you know, in the '90s with but, fuck the police. But the any police place are just like waiting for them outside the <laughs> but, arena. But probably, it's but, open, it's but any place that's speech. any place that's super tight like that always has an underground. Yeah, I there's know, but, always but an like, opposite. I know, no, I get that, but it's like I would really want to learn what's going on before, like literally. I'm not telling you to go over there and yeah. start right away. I mean, you got to do, you got to go a few times and do a couple shows. Depending on what you, was being said, you're playing a game with your life. It's not like here, you yeah, know, it's yeah, like yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're playing a game with your life. But there must be comics in Sudan. So it's like you got to get to the size where it's like Sudan can't get away with killing you. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if Akon gets in trouble with Senegal, they can't kill Akon. Yeah. It's Akon, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you got to, I got to get that. And then I can exactly. be like yeah. comfortable, right? Soon, bro. Soon. Yeah. Uh, in time, you know, as when it comes, right? But do but they in have the meantime, comedy? I want to go. And but do they have comedy out there? I'm sure, for sure. There must be some comics out like, there. Like I'm right? just not in touch with the, that those cultures because the comedy I saw is all like wedding comedy, the one liners. Sudanese they love one liners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like there was this guy. It'll be like there was a guy with a forehead so big, and then ha- input joke. You know yeah. what I mean? Or this guy, he had the biggest teeth. It's like, or this guy slept so much or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just joke, those type of jokes. Are there nomads out there? Like, uh, like Sahara Desert tile is like, or just one people. Like, like just people traveling or like, like you'd find in Asia or Europe, backpackers. Hardcore. Like yeah. if they are, they already did every other country. <laughs> yeah, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, They're trying yeah, to really yeah. hit every country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to like fucking Sierra Leone next and yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, Sudan's not that bad, but they're literally like Sudan just had, uh, like Sudan keeps getting military coup. Mm. Generals keep taking over the country, and it just had a. They just kicked the guy out for like thirty years, Omar Bashir, and they didn't kill him. They just kicked him out. No, he like fled or okay. whatever. Yeah, he made it out. But then it's been like a two-year transitional council or whatever. And now the new general, the guy that was under him, like the other old man who's been scheming. It's literally House of Cards shit. He declares a coup and arrests the acting president and like puts him in house arrest. And he does the whole coup remotely from Egypt. Like Zoom. Zoom. That's hilarious. So that's the world. How is that possible? So right now the whole country is like going crazy. Being like, fuck that. What the fuck? Like not another one. They, they cut the internet like the like the whole country is set up for the like the military's always had control but Egypt has power over Sudan no he's just physically there imagine like Trump making moves about America just chilling in Ottawa she's just there on vacation like he sets up a press conference like ISIS style you know with fucking curtains and shit like and that and a laptop yeah and he just he's wearing his full general he's got all his medals and he's like for the state of the, you know what I mean? He's saying shit like, you know, for the safety and future of the country, we must step forward and demand that this man is not doing his job. They got to play that game yeah. when they coup. But that is, it's in the middle of that right now. And everyone's yeah. like, fuck that. Like, so. You got family out there? All my family. Like, we came only us. How do they feel? Bro, they, they, they're like, what the fuck? I mean, a, a lot of them are in the villages. So, so it's like a very, uh, like Khartoum, like what does that mean? Like big city. Okay. It's like BLM is like not that big in St. Thomas, Ontario, as yeah, it is yeah. in Toronto, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, and my family's from St. Thomas, we'll say. In you know what I mean? I feel like, man, personally, let's say there was military coups happening here and shit, and it was happening for like two years. It'll kind of be like free time. You know what I mean? Like you don't have really much to do because the government's not really working. So like. Let's just hang out, have barbecues, and fucking... Like, you can't re- renew your 
permit even if you want it. So yeah, people are just want. driving. Yeah, you're just you're just living. <laughs> Cops right? aren't getting paid, so they're just yeah. So like the military's working checkpoints, making sure no no one's like rioting. Yeah, there's just like but Hummers everyone, all over the place. Yeah, now. but everyone's kind of like, all right, I'm just gonna go chill at my boy's house today. I got nothing to do. I don't have to pay rent, I guess, because there's no money right now. While they figure it out. You guys want to do mushrooms today? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I would have a pretty good time. I just feel like if there was a lot of like military members involved with just general like policing of society, it would make like the comedies shit way more like you. We'd be hiding, you know? Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! Which absolutely. sounds sick for us, maybe. Ben Bankers would already mind. take a bullet to the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, immediately. <laughs> yeah. They would just they would they would set an example with bankers. You know? They would have to. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But like. From our point of view, we're like, yeah, we'd be like vigilantes, like whatever. But the reality is the audiences probably would be like, fuck that shit. We're all going to get like arrested if we yep. get caught. Like we will, we'll just watch Netflix, yeah, you man. know, but they'll cut that shit off, I guess. You know, Brad, you know, Brayden, Brayden Lynch, Lynch? Yeah. Uh, the cowbell comedy guy. Yeah. He's getting uh, for the shows he was doing in the music garden during the pandemic. He's going to court. They're suing him for $9,000. They're charging him for $9,000. Because they they stopped him like three or four times, right? Yeah. I know he was fighting many at a time. Yeah. $9,000 they're charging a comic for doing shows that people willingly came to in a park during a pandemic. That's fucking crazy, man. Fucking stupid. That's wild. Yeah. Nine grand? I think we live in Sudan. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) They would never... That's that's African-level extortion right there. Nine grand. He probably never made that, too. No, no way. It's a free show. (laughs) Like, they passed the bucket. I'm saying, if you accumulate the bucket... No. Never. No way. Yeah, and like that pays comics, but but still, the point is nine grand. That's crazy. I thought they would have thrown that shit out. I thought we were all waiting for the point that things settle down, and the judges would have just been like, "Oh, that when you nah. stepped outside for that one week, we said no one steps." Okay, and you got charged eight grand. Yeah, forget about that eight grand. Now these judges got paid off, bro. Yeah, they're, they're like, fun. "No, you at the time you broke the law, and everything you think that should be normal that should be happening is the opposite." Dude, I saw this on on. Instagram, so I'm assuming it's fake, but <laughs> apparently Pfizer said that uh, to get the only way to be able to have Omicron immunity is with a third booster shot. <laughs> They're going to tell you everything they can <laughs> to get you the third booster shot. Isn't that hilarious? People, some people here are, have the third booster shot already. Oh, I know, I know. The, the, all the old people already have it. All the old people. It's fucked. Yeah. They better not require a booster card fucking, like now you have a booster card and there's non-booster people but fully vaccinated, like. That's I, bro. Boost it's on so this. It's so weird. Fuck off. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. And the masks are going nowhere for some reason, you know? That's the confusing part. Why are they here still? I don't know what's happening, man. I just I just want to tell jokes, man. I and know. walk into gas stations without the mask. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Just fucking tap my card. I know, right? There's a, like, there's You're behind two, a plexiglass, There's man. two guys who work at the gym. One's a black guy. He's always got his mask down. And, he, and there's this like new like Latino guy. And he comes up to me. You have to have your mask while you're moving. Don't need the mask when you stop. I get on the treadmill. I'm quick mover. I'm on the treadmill. I turn it on. He goes, sir, you need the mask. I'm like, I'm on the workout. He's like, yeah, but on your way here, you, you needed it. And I was like, you're new or something, right? Because... The general understanding here is we keep the mask on in case an inspector comes or some yeah. shit, and we lift it up. What the fuck are you doing? How new are you? You're not, you're gonna not be doing this long. Yeah, no one's got their mask on, bro. Sir, you're moving. Like, oh, you're oh, you're doing jumping jacks. Okay, no, yeah. you're good. Like mask Nazis, bro. Like I'm running. That's why I've got my mask. I'm running in place here, right? 
I can have no mask. Now I'm running in reality. I need a mask. <laughs> I'm still running, bro. Stupid. Standing up, mask. Sitting down, no mask. <laughs> My rule now is I enter the establishment with a mask and I'll leave the establishment with a mask. You know, out of respect. But in the middle, I'm not going to put my mask on to go to the bathroom. All those things, like, yeah, come yeah. on, we're here. I'm closer to you. I'm getting further from you now, and I need a mask. <laughs> I keep my mask low yeah, under my chin yeah, and play clueless until somebody asks me to put it on. I'm like, oh, my bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, I, and, and that feels like it's worth it. Like, I'm getting enough good breaths that it's worth doing that. When I flew last time, I took a black mask that folds, and I poked, like, eight holes in it, bro. Just like in the nose, because bro, you had to show a negative result to get on the flight, and I was full vaccinated, and they're walking around the whole flight like, "Sir, mask, I need it over your nose." The lady literally was like this, and I was, and I like, and I was like, and she goes, "I, I, sir, I need to see your nose covered." Literally twice, and I was like, "We're all negative result, you fucking bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what's happening? This is just some weird power thing at this point." It's a power trip, bro. They just want to sell Pfizer. Fuck Pfizer, fuck all that. <sighs> Anyways, bro, you want to land this thing? Yeah, fucking let's do it. Let's do it, you bro. Uh, look into that camera. Let the people know where to find you, my guy. Oh, oh, like literally. Yeah, yeah, like, land it. Okay, all right, yo, come find me. Wait, 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 wait. What did you think? I thought you were gonna land it. And I was like, oh no, no, like I'm, I'm just saying, like, what's your gram and stuff okay, like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come find me. You can find me. Uh, <laughs> find me. Um, Anywhere there's blunt smoke, <laughs> I'll be there. Anywhere there's a child who says, I just want to get high, I'll be there. <laughs> Anywhere there's a dispensary not selling enough weed, it's because I'm outside selling my weed. <laughs> I'll be there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, follow me on Instagram at NittySack, N-I-T-T-Y-S-A-K. Uh, come out to the Corner Comedy Club. Uh, every Thursday I do a show there at 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. with my boy Drew Bem. And um, just fucking keep supporting live comedy and fucking be good to other people and yourself. Yo, as always, scroll down. You'll find all that man's info. Nindy, this was a fucking pleasure. That was a nice joint right there. Yeah, that was actually you. a blunt. Thank you. I'm so We're high. blunted. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm feeling good. From my end, hey, thanks for watching. You know, we're feeling good. And uh, I think we're going to end it on that. Yo, until next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.